1: This episode of Open Mind is brought to you in association with Very.co.uk. Relaxation is really good for you. For a start, it can help to lower blood pressure and improve concentration and mood. So the more you chill, the better you feel, which gives you a great excuse to check out Very's range of products designed to help you unwind, including night body butter, bath soaks, scented candles and cosy jumpsuits. It's time to live well, sleep well eat well and spend well at very.co.uk. So today I have um, the Open Mind podcast with a little bit of a difference because I'm sat at home on the floor with my kids' headphones on um, because of coronavirus. Um, but luckily for me, my really good friend Nick Grimshaw, or Grimmy, has joined me. You all right, Grimms? Hi,
0: Frankie.
1: Hi.
0: How this are you? so
1: weird. I'm all right. How are you?
0: Yeah, I'm good. This is really, It's. I mean, it's very weird times, and this is also a very weird podcast as well because I actually can't see you at all now. Um, oh, can I not? can just see your lovely producer, Alex. So, it's... <laughs> But you know what? Life is weird right now. So it's kind of in syncing with what we're all going through.
1: I know. Um, how have you found it? Because I suppose you've still been going to work. So does it feel that weird to you?
0: Um, yeah, I've still been going to work. Work's been really, really different. Like I think it's been... Um, There's been really strict rules in the BBC. So there's only me and a producer allowed in. And then we have to get out before anyone else can come into the room and stuff. And everything's been like crazy sterilized. So I'm enjoying the sort of the fact that I can still go to work. um, Yeah. But work does feel really crazy at the moment because it feels like, I don't know, it feels like you're doing pirate radio or something because the building's empty. You know, there's normally like six and a half thousand people in there. And it's so weird being in that building when it's completely empty. But I think at a time like this, like, everyone's really like needing normality. So I yep. think we're all trying to make sure that we're going in and doing the show as normal. Even if people aren't doing the commute to and from work, I think it's nice to have that normality of every day.
1: Yeah, because I was like, what's going to happen if no one's allowed to go in anywhere we're gonna lose all radio and tv i was like how that would just be so weird for everyone
0: how are you gonna watch loose women
1: i know what <laughs> am i gonna talk about all day <laughs> i'll just be tiktok all day that's oh, but, the new thing now are, isn't it
0: are you into it
1: yeah, I've now got into it. I swore I would never do it because I was like, I don't get it. And then now, totally hooked. And Wayne is even worse than me, literally. I can't have a conversation with him because he's too busy having a look at what next video he wants to do. <laughs>
0: <laughs> We've not done a video yet. I've not posted anything. But I, I feel like in these times, it's people are going to be obsessed with TikTok. Have you got House Party?
1: Um, I just downloaded it today. Oh, I haven't I... done it yet
0: we're obsessed with it we've been on every every single day we tried to do a mother's day special yesterday with like me <laughs> my boyfriend mish and both our mums yeah. And we were like oh we'll have a cocktail hour but we couldn't get hold of we couldn't get hold of them at the same time so they were oh, no. busy in other house parties
1: well i've kind of known you for years but i've never properly known you until we did the trek the sport relief trek um, and to me you're someone that seems like proper positive and really upbeat and I suppose that comes with your job but do you are you someone that sometimes suffers with your mental health or panic attacks things like that
0: yeah from time to time like I, I'm mainly positive I'd say but um yeah from time to time I, I get anxious I'm kind of like a a, a I'm kind of like a worrier, so I always have like this sense of dread, like, oh my God, what's gonna happen? And mm. I don't know where that comes from or what it's rooted in, but I really want to stop thinking like that. So I'll start dreading you know, like you used to dread school on a Monday. Yeah. I still have that and I know people get it, but sometimes I get it to the the like the strongest degree that all day Sunday will just be totally ruined because it would be me just being anxious all day Sunday. About
1: then, going into work on Monday.
0: Yeah, but I like my job. Like, I'd rather yeah. be at work than not be at work. So I don't know what that's about. It's just, like, a thing that's been, like, instilled in me over years. So from time to time, I do get, like, anxious and down. And But I, I, I have sort of in the last few years sort of um I figured out ways how to deal with it so that I don't yeah. get that anxious and made changes and stuff. Because I just used to, like... In my 20s, like, everyone, I guess, like, just go out all the time. And Mm. then I'd be like, why am I anxious? Is that because you've not drunk water for about six years and (laughs) stayed in. So that's probably why. So now I just don't, you know, have that lifestyle anymore. Mm. The, The anxiety is definitely subdued.
1: And what is it that you would have dreaded, though? Like, what would you have been thinking about?
0: I used to dread, like, any change. So, like, if I was not in control of the situation, so I used to really relish being out of control, and then right. actually now I hate any situation. Like when we were going to do Namibia, any situation yeah. where you're not in a hundred percent control would stress me out. And I don't know if it's because the radio, you're totally in control of it. Like I run all the desk. You, you know, you you're in charge of all the buttons. How long you're going to speak for? What you're going to speak about? So I, I don't know if it's like that maybe a sort of like gone into my normal life. But if I'm going to a party or a dinner or something where I don't know exactly what's going on, I'll be yeah. like, I'll stop dreading it for like days before.
1: That's so weird. I just wouldn't have you down as someone that's like that because you come across so confident and I've seen you in social situations now and you're kind of like, I don't know, life and soul. So I just would never think that that. I suppose that is the prime example of mental health and mm. not not knowing of what people are thinking necessarily all the time. Yeah.
0: I don't get it all the time, but like mm. every you know, every now every and then so like often. sometimes I'm like, Oh whatever, I don't care what anyone thinks and sometimes I'm like, What will they say? And I get really <laughs> self conscious and really stressed out about things. But um yeah, it sort of alters, doesn't it? Like you go through waves of it. But I know yeah. when I do have bad anxiety or I have like if I've had a panic attack, I um I my thing that I'm really bad at is holding on to that for so long so I just think oh I'm never going to get out of this I can never see like the light at the end of the tunnel yeah and I'll sort of be anxious quietly for like weeks and then all of a sudden it'll just go or something will happen or there'll be a change
1: Mm. do you not have a way of like dealing with that then or do you just kind of like sit with it?
0: I do, I do do ways of dealing with it. Like I do exercise, like I never used to do any exercise and now I make sure that I always um, work out and actually the last few weeks of like the gyms being closed and stuff and us being asked to stay in the house, I've actually not done hardly any exercise. But normally I do like three or four times a week. I make sure like I eat really right. I make sure I sleep. I need like eight hours really Um, yeah totally um so I do all those things and if I do um I don't know if I do I do do breathing as well like I got my my, I went to yoga and I started going to yoga a few years ago with my friend Nadia and she was like you don't breathe like no wonder you're anxious like you never breathe so like Mm -hmm. I do sometimes realize like I've been holding my breath and like talking and talking and talking (laughs) so I definitely try and like breathe through it when I'm when I'm anxious yeah
1: for you then the trek must have been quite scary from the beginning then because it changed completely from what we thought we were doing um or did that not really bother you did you kind of go into it quite open-minded
0: um when well when they first asked me to do it i initially said no because i thought it wasn't a challenge but it was like the unknown and you know going away to Outer Mongolia with people you don't know and for how long and, like, what if I feel when I get there, like, I can't do it or I feel really anxious and just, like, can't get out of there because you're in Outer Mongolia. Mm -hmm. So it was kind of the mental side of it that put me off at first, actually, rather than the physical challenge because I thought the physicality of it I could probably do. Whereas I thought, I don't know if I want to be... On my own out there, who else is doing it? They were like, Oh, we don't know yet. So I was like, <laughs> Oh, I don't know. It's a big commitment, that, isn't it? But yeah, whereas years it ago, I think I would have just been like, Yeah, right. I don't know. Like, I, I once I went away and I thought about it, I thought, I just can't not do something that is you know going to be this much of an incredible opportunity like when am I going to go to Mongolia so then I said yeah and I got my head around it and then the change by the time the change came actually I didn't care because I'd met you and I'd met Krishnan and Karim and like we'd done that day of ice skating and I'd met a few of the crew and everyone was really nice and we'd met people from Sport Relief so I was kind of like oh they're all good we'll be all right and I felt because the change was all together yeah I sort of dealt with it
1: and then when we were there, yours weren't very well. A lo- a big thing of that ended up being about your anxiety, didn't it?
0: Yeah, yeah. Because I had um, weirdly, when I was there, I didn't feel anxious at all about anything. Like I didn't actually worry when I was there. Yeah. Until um, the medics pulled me on the first day, and when they when they pulled me, and they were like. I don't know what it was. I don't know if it was the adrenaline. I don't know if it was exhaustion. I don't know if it was just realising that we're out in the middle of nowhere. But it was a it was a panic attack, I guess. And it went into full panic mode. But it wasn't a panic attack that I was... I don't know. Like, when I've had them before, it's been in my own head. Whereas this felt like a full-on physical reaction. Yeah, your,
1: your body just wouldn't stop shaking, would it? No.
0: Whereas... And then that was really scary because i was thinking this is actually my my body's panicking like my you know what i mean rather than like i'm not panicking about a situation or something i can control so yeah. when my body was freaking out then that was making my brain freak out cuz i was like why is my body doing this so they mm-hmm. were probably like not helping each other and it just went on and on for hours mm-hmm. um, and i can remember i had a panic attack years ago that was really bad and i thought i was having a heart attack and i called an ambulance But so I was just thinking when I'd had that and it was so bad, like, even the people in the ambulance were like, maybe. Not sure. Not sure. Like, you need to go to the hospital. And they, like, took me to the hospital. And um, so I just kept thinking when I was having that out there in Namibia, oh, my God, that's going to happen again. Right there ain't no ambulances because we're in the desert. So I was like, (laughs) oh my God, so it's going to be worse. So how are we going to deal with this? So it was that thing of like the unknown, I guess, and like that being out, extremely out of control and for hours and hours and hours. And that's why I kept saying to you and to everyone else, like, guys, guys, (laughs) I'm really really scared. I'm really scared because it just, it didn't stop from like, what, like 5 p.m. to like 11. And the only reason it stopped was when they, gave me valium and that was like the only reason that that it stopped and I was very grateful because when you're going through that feeling for hours it's so exhausting and so terrifying and I don't know I was like I don't know I think if I'd not experienced a panic attack I don't know if I'd be able to sympathize but do you know what I mean like I don't yeah. know if everyone was just like why is he doing this like (laughs) relax we're home now so I don't know it's how it's hard to articulate how just how scary it was
1: yeah but you were like in a tent in the middle of a desert there wasn't really a way for us to get you out at that point the only way would have been a helicopter like I remember the nurse saying to you we need to sort this out because the only way to get you out is on a helicopter so and it was just, even for me, like, because it was my tent, I walked past and you were just like hooked up to all this stuff. And I was just like, oh, my God, what the hell is going on?
0: And also it was like something that we never thought. I just never thought that would it get to that point. Like, I never, ever thought of it. So all the stuff you're running through in your brain before you go was like, oh, I wonder if I'll finish it or will it be like, I never thought, oh, I'll be on an ECG and, like, hooked up to two drips and, like, freaking out in a tent. Um, (laughs) So I don't know. Like, I just never really thought of that in my prep for it.
1: Yeah. and When, after that, I felt like that was then a fear of yours for the rest of the trip. Like, it was kind of like a battle between your brain and your body after Mm -hmm. that. Because I think you were so scared it was going to happen again, weren't you?
0: Yeah, 100%. And I think, like, that's something that I have in my regular life as well. Like, if I start feeling anxious, I'll start getting anxiety about the anxiety getting worse. And then I'm like, oh, my God, what if I do go to this thing? Or I go to this festival or somewhere where you're not in control And I have an anxiety attack. So even like going to Glastonbury or something, I'll be like, but what if I have an anxiety attack there and I'm just there? Like, how do I deal with it? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, see,
1: something to me, like Glastonbury to me, that I used to go to festivals all the time, but I would go to like Reading Festival or things like that, like Glastonbury to me, it really frightens me, and it's so silly because it's there to have fun. It's yeah. supposed to be a go- and everyone's always like, "Oh, are you going?" And I'm like, "Oh no, no, too busy." Not this year. Busy, no, busy, this busy. Year. The kids. I know. And, and like sometimes, like Wayne always really wants to go, but it's just the thought of how big it is for me. Is I'm like, it's just so big. And it just, I don't know why, but that freaks me out. And the fact that, like, everyone's drinking and stuff and everyone's out of control, kind of, that, I think that freaks me out. Me too.
0: And do you know what? Like, I had that as well. When you're, I remember I went to Coachella years ago and I'd never, I was probably like 25 or 24 or something. And I'd never, like had proper anxiety or anything I remember going to Coachella one day and like everyone was like wasted and where was I in a different country and I had jet lag and it was like giving me the actual fear and I didn't know what even that was and I started having proper anxiety oh really yeah and I think it was that was because I was reliant on someone else there getting me home
1: Right, do you know what I mean yeah. so like
0: I didn't have a car I didn't know where I was I was just at a festival and we just had to like wait until like this person's boyfriend was ready to go home from the festival so I was like oh my god I hate this yeah I wouldn't like that like that, that out of controlness I think is 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 scary yeah eee.
1: This episode of Open Mind is brought to you in association with Very.co.uk. If you're like me, you'll love coming home to a tidy house and keeping it clutter-free is easy with a little help from Very. They've lots of clever storage solutions to make your home feel more spacious and livable. How about a stylish storage bench to stow stuff away or a laundry hamper that divides your lights and darks? It's time to live well, sleep well,
0: Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month, face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active mint customers by 531 24. Get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024.
1: Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply. If rated PG. And was you not like that as a kid then? Or is this like kind of how as you've got so. older?
0: I don't think I was like that as a kid. Um I can remember like the first time I fell anxious and I didn't know what the word was for it like I didn't even know what it was and that wasn't until I was at uni so I guess not because I remember like having to say like I've got this weird feeling where it feels like someone's gonna like shout at me or someone's gonna call me and say someone's dead like a weird I don't know how really? to describe it and someone was like that's anxiety and I was like no it's like this <laughs> feeling that something bad's about to happen they're like yeah that's anxiety <laughs> So I don't know, like, I I guess I'd not really experienced it as a kid or when Mm. I was younger.
1: And do you feel like your job has kind of, like, made it worse or better? I
0: don't know. I think in my job, you've got to be yourself. And I think that that probably helps my anxiety in that there is a few set hours a day where I have to, like, get out of my own head and I have to go to work and think, right, what are we going to talk about for three hours that we've not spoken about? See, Let's that talk... would
1: give me anxiety.
0: Well, it gives me anxiety if I don't do the planning. Do you know right. what I mean? If I like, was just went into work today and was like, I don't know what's on, <laughs> I'd be anxious. But I, I, it's probably quite a good tool, maybe, that I have to sit there with the team... And we plan ahead. So like Monday, we're going to do this, this and this. Tuesday, we're going to do this, this and this. So that's quite maybe quite a good tool that you can like implement into your actual life in like just planning things. And like me and Mish, my boyfriend, will still even put stuff in our diary that we know we're both doing. But I quite like a scheduled week. So like on Tuesday, we're going to that. And on Wednesday, even this week where that we can't go out the house. Yeah. And I'm only going in for like, literally the hours I'm on air and me, she's off work as well. Like we're still last night. He was like, right, what have we got on this week? And we'd like to make a mental plan of exactly what's going on that week. So okay. I think, I think that helps like having a, having a schedule and even on holiday, we'll have a plan of things. Cause I hate just going on holiday and be like two weeks. That's it. Like I'd quite like to know what we're doing on those days, oh um, my God. but not in an anal way. Like I'm happy for a plan to change. But yeah. I just can't, like, have an abyss of, like, time before me. Yeah. Um, and then I also think the radio's quite good in that you're you're out your own head when you're actually on air, like, you're having to talk to people, you're having to think, you're having to do a few things at once, like, make sure the music you're talking over is okay and that the other mic's okay and where are we going next. So it's probably quite a good distraction rather than mm-hmm. just sitting in your head being like, feel anxious, feel anxious, feel anxious. So um, I think it's probably helped work, actually.
1: And what about the breakfast show then? Cuz to me like having to get up at the hours that you had to get up and things like that, especially if you're someone that needs all your sleep. Did you not find that quite difficult?
0: Um I did I did find it a little bit difficult with anxiety, but I think you're just so in it when you're doing that show, like it ends up just being like such a like a machine of a show, like you just, I don't know if you have time to feel <laughs> anxious. Like it was not until I stopped, I don't think that I realized how much pressure is on you with that job. Because mm. I think that that job is the one that gets, you know, gets all the good stuff, but I think it gets all the shit as well. So um, I didn't really address that until I'd, I'd finished really. But yeah, it's it's really tiring and you're not getting as much sleep. And then I was doing like, at one point I was doing, three or four tv shows at the same time as doing the radio so you just didn't stop so but I think when you're in it you don't really have time to be anxious because your job is you being like happy and not being anxious and Mm. talking and presenting so you don't really have time to address it I guess
1: But what was your social life like? That's what I always think with people that do these early morning shows. I'm like, surely you just don't have one.
0: Yeah, you don't really have one. Like you're, um, I mean, I was 27. So you're kind of, I was 27 when I started it. So I think you're, and I really wanted that show more than anything like ever in my life. Like I always thought it was the most fun radio show to do. Um, So when I got it, it was like, like a literal dream come true. Uh. Um so it was it was so fun and you were running on the adrenaline of the show and like these new friends that you'd made who worked on the show and also as 27 so you you weren't that tired really. So um <laughs> I still used to go out quite a lot and we'd go out we'd go out all the time actually. Um and then as I started doing it for more and more years I just went out less and less and less because after I'd done it for like 3 or 4 years I ended up being like, oh, my God, if I don't want this to ever feel hard or like I'm at work, I want it to feel fun and I want it to feel like me at my best so that can't be going to grouchos till 3 a.m. and going to sleep for two hours and then going to do it because the show's not going to sound good because I'll be, like, tired or your producer will be cranky because they've had two hours sleep and then you end up being a bit cranky with each other. So the more I did it, the less I went out. And then in the pa- in the final few years of it, like, I didn't go out at all. And at weekends, I didn't want to – I was still so tired. So, at weekends, I just wanted to, like, stay in and and yeah. sleep.
1: And has that continued now?
0: Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm not – I mean, I definitely don't go out a-, a tenth of what I used to go out. I used to go out every <laughs> single night when oh I first God. came to London for, for years. So, yeah. I just don't do that at all now. <laughs> Not at all.
1: I always think that though, when I was in the Saturdays, like, I was working all day, every day, and then going out yeah. every night. I used to go out seven days a week. M- yeah, no wonder why mad. I was a mess.
0: <laughs> yeah, no wonder we're slightly anxious, guys.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so what do you do now then with your anxiety to kind of help yourself?
0: Um, I I think exercise is my number one thing. Like I never, ever did any exercise at school. Growing up all throughout uni, never did anything, moved to London, didn't do anything. Like would go for a run like once a month or something. Be like, Hate that. <laughs> um, so I not even once a month actually. So I never ever did any exercise and then people would always say work out and I was like, ooh, no. But actually I really love it and I think it's a total life changer and a lifesaver and um I don't know. I come back sometimes from the gym and I'm like, this to I'm like, God, guys, spinning's my church. I feel enlightened. It's like <laughs> a religion. It. He's like, stop. Please stop. <laughs>
1: You've done one spinning. Please first. sit down. Sit down. Yeah,
0: yeah. So I don't know. Like, I think it's so good for those endorphins. And like I think if you think about humans as like an animal, probably should mm. be running about a bit and lifting some weights and not just sitting down and watching other humans on your phone. That's so I true. think that's my number number one thing is is yeah. is that and also like not drinking to, too much like I think it's probably well definitely really bad for you if you have yeah. anxiety to give you the fear to drink all the time yeah
1: what about now though now that you're stuck inside like you're saying you haven't done any exercise like are you gonna be able to do any at home or
0: I did I did some yesterday. I do have weights here, which...
1: Oh, you did yoga, didn't you? I
0: did. A, I started doing my weights. I did all my weights. And then I got a little notification from someone saying, there's a yoga class on now on, like, Instagram. So I was like, oh, I'll just see what it's like. Or maybe I'll do it another day. And then I ended up doing the full 45-minute class. And I really loved it. And I came downstairs like, Mish, yoga's enlightening. Is that please. Because <laughs> I do it every single day. Every day. Um, so... And then today I'm going to walk to work. Mm-hmm.
1: So How long is that going to take?
0: I think it's going to take like an hour and a half, maybe.
1: That would be quite nice, though.
0: That's what I think. And just like listen to music and just do it. Because I really don't want to get on the tube. And I really don't want to get in a taxi.
1: No. Yeah. So that would be good for it's you. It's the only option. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to just... do that. But
0: I think it's important to do that. And I think if anyone's listening to this who's thinking, oh, I ate exercise, though. I'd never done it till I was like 28. And now wow. I, I'm obsessed with it.
1: See, I'm still, I've I always done it and I'm still just not obsessed. Like, I hate it. I feel good afterwards and that's the only reason I do it. But, you know, like, people that enjoy it while they're doing it, I really want to be one of those people. Yeah. But it just does, does not happen. You've got to
0: find the right thing for you, though, I think. Like, this spin class that I go and do that I've we've been talking about going to do since December now. Yeah, um, which isn't
1: going to happen now until, like, it's next, now, year. next year. It's not going to happen now, next year.
0: It's, like, so... Uh, you've got to find, like, the right teacher. We have this teacher, and she is, like, the most incredible, uplifting person and not in an annoying, like, Los Angeles train away like she's just real and she's sincere and she plays like the best tunes and she's no nonsense and she's just what we need like on a Sunday morning and she's I don't know she's very motivational and um I think if you came to that, you would actually love it. Like, I wish it was longer. I wish it was longer when I've done it.
1: Oh, my God. I have to come because I've, like, literally any spin class I do, I'm counting down the minutes. I literally look at the time and I look around the room and people are smiling and I'm like, why are you smiling? This is not right.
0: Yeah, no, you've got to find the right one. She plays tunes. So
1: this is what I'm stressing about is, like, being at home is that I am so, like, I can't do those online I just find them really hard, like, on my own in the house. Mm-hmm. I just don't get any sort of, like, energy or inspiration from it.
0: Like- yeah, they are hard. Like, that yoga class, I did it yesterday. I think it was an advanced one. I missed the start of it. It was so hard. It was so hard, so fast. Um, and they are But you were hard enlightened
1: by the end. I was
0: enlightened. But I, um, I used to have a Peloton, like, you know, them at home bikes. Oh, uh, yeah. And I never, ever used it like i i I wish i'd not got rid of it now because now we're trapped in the house but i i think when you're doing (laughs) exercise in the house it's quite hard to to focus because there's so many distractions like you can hear like the telly on or like the dog or something like you're Mm -hmm. like oh that could be fun or maybe i'll go to the fridge like there's so many (laughs) things that you could do or you think i probably should just clean rather than doing this so i don't know it's um it is hard to do but i did it yesterday and it's probably the first time i've actually Done one of those workouts and it was good
1: and also like i suppose mish is like because he's a dancer Mm -hmm. he's got he's someone with like i have to say and i don't know if you would agree but i always say like dancers i don't know if it's because they love their jobs but i've never met a miserable dancer it's like they just have this amazing like energy about them i don't Mm -hmm. know
0: yeah, I think, I don't know, maybe it is... Mish, why do you think dancers aren't miserable? Frankie said she's never met like a miserable <laughs> dancer. Oh, I have. He said, oh, I have. Um, oh, don't kill my vibe. Maybe
1: it's just that they're doing...
0: I think it's... He said, I think it's because they do something that they love.
1: That's what I always think it is. That's like- yeah. When they turn up to work, like maybe obviously they're miserable at some points in their life, but like nine times they're out of ten are just fight people, yeah. yeah, yeah, and especially when they're at work. Yeah, just like And
0: also it's probably really great for your body to be active and like releasing yeah. like stress like out of your body and tension and any anxiety yeah. that your body holds, like you probably get rid of it. Like yeah. the dogs I'd imagine would be depressed if we didn't take them outside. But like, you know what I mean? But they're so different when they're in the park. They're like, yeah. And then when they get back, they're so zen and they're like, hmm, snoozy. Yeah, it's true. Whereas if it's like raining for days and days or I don't know, we're traveling, like you, you'll you see they're a bit like, hmm, a bit like restless. Whereas mm. if it's like a beautiful day, like today, like they're like partying around the garden, they're like sunbathing. Like it's probably good to be like active and to be outside.
1: Yeah, that's true. Which I suppose right now is what everyone it's hard needs to, do to, as well, yeah. Yeah. So that I suppose would be your tip then, wouldn't it, to be like active?
0: I'd say to be active and also not to do things that you you're spot in a trend of anxiety. So I'd always be anxious if I was hungover. So now I don't mm. want to be ever hungover. Like I'll have a drink, but I never want to be drink drink drinking to the point where. I'm drunk and then the next day I've got the fear. Like just don't mm-hmm. just don't do it to yourself. Mm. And I think if there's a situation like, oh, I don't like going to like clubs, just don't go. Like and don't worry about your friends being like, Oh, you're miserable. It's like, no, mm-hmm. I will be miserable if you I go. So And I think yeah. you get that with age. I think when you get a bit older, like you sort of you realise you can be friends with people and have totally different interests and do totally different things and still be good friends but I think when you're younger it's hard to say like well maybe I don't like that maybe that gives me anxiety
1: yeah yeah because you kind of end up doing things I think that I think that's what I've always done is like being a bit of a people pleaser and just being like oh that's what everyone wants me to do or that's what I should be doing so that's what I'm gonna do whereas now I find it a bit easier to be like actually don't like that
0: yeah and that's totally fine like some of my closest friends like I'll say oh should we go to this club and they'll be like are you insane no way (laughs) (laughs) like she's like it gives me the total fear no way and I'm like okay
1: I think our biggest thing that uh, and the biggest thing I've learned over the years as well is like when we were away for in Namibia laughter literally I think saved us all Mm -hmm. and that was like a big thing that all of us said afterwards like that we missed and I think that's a big thing for me so like chatting to friends and just laughing like now that we're stuck in the house like for me um FaceTime has been like a really big thing because just seeing your mates faces and having a conversation like I don't know you always end up laughing about something I think
0: it's I think it's really really important it's really healing and also not to get you know it's so easy to wake up in the morning and be like oh it's Monday I've got to go and do this now like I've got work to do and I sometimes do that and I think most people do that I'll be like oh I've got a stressful week this week I've I've got to go to this thing and then I've got a birthday party it's like everyone has this so mm. you're not different so I think it's you just have to try as much as you can when you are feeling stressed out or someone's annoying you or a situation's annoying you mm. like to try and hard and just not be negative about it or just see it from another angle and it's it's really hard to do and like you're not going to do it all the time you're not a none or something you're not going to be like step out of the house and see the good in everyone but I think you've really got to like be patient and not let these little things stress you out because they're not worth it and the only person that's going to be damaged from this stress is yourself so I think you've got to really try and address that and Rob taught us that great thing when we were out there in Namibia about just not being negative like do you remember the 10 game the 10 point game
1: oh yeah what was Where it that
0: you... so you start each day with like ten points, and every time okay. you say something negative or do a negative thought, you lose a point and you can't get to zero. Yeah. So you I can't wake that. up and be like, Oh, I've got to put a wash on today. You've mm-hmm. got to wake up and be like, Okay, today I'm gonna to get organized. I'm gonna do my washing so that the rest of the week I've got clothes. Like you've just gotta f- switch your brain around a little bit, which is really hard to do, but I think if you start implementing it it's, it's yeah. it, a really useful tool because you just don't want to spend your life like moaning about your life when our lives are really great and, you know, the majority of people that you've got to find the, the goodness in your everyday life. Mm.
1: That's a really, I'm really glad you reminded me of that, actually. I'm going to try and use that because I do kind of wake up at the minute, especially now and go, oh, I've got to do this today. Oh, I've got to do that or whatever. Yeah. I'm going to use the Can't use get 10 point rule. We're going to use the 10 point rule. Can't yeah. get to
0: zero. Well, I'm a bit like, oh, bothered can't bother walking to work. It's like, be lucky you're at work at these times. Yeah. And you know it's I mean? sunny. It's not and raining. it's sunny. It's not raining. And you've got legs that work. Like, be grateful for that. Yeah. Um, and you don't have to, like, preach those things or tweet them, but just, like, you know, think them to yourself.
1: <laughs> don't TikTok them. <laughs> you don't have to TikTok these things. <laughs> uh, well, you've cheered me up. I hope our um, chat... Cheers, some people up and um, give some people some good tips. You've definitely <laughs> given me some. Um, you're just like—I know you have your things, you have your anxieties and stuff—but you're a real good, like, energy to be around. I think so. I hope everyone listening gets that. Oh, and I thanks, mean, that's Frankie. why you're on radio every day. You put oh. a smile on people's face. Oh, that's
0: really nice to hear, Frankie. Well,
1: that's all right. That's the last nice thing I'm going to say to you now. Oh no, <laughs> I'm it. only joking. <clears throat> Well, good luck. I hope you stay healthy. Thanks, and, um, Frankie. You too. Enjoy it, And I'll see you on the other side when we come out of this.
0: Uh, yeah, I'm going to yeah, see you on house party.
1: Yeah, I'll see you there. Bye, Frank. Bye. 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 This episode of Open Mind the podcast was sponsored by very.co.uk.